Everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. Of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for February. Isn't it fantastic? Do you like that little buzz on February? Because February's all about a little bit of a buzz. I could tell you why there's a little bit of a buzz going about it, but I'm not. I'm going to keep my secrets. If you want me to divulge why I am so happy about February, you're going to need to get somebody in to question me. That person's going to have to have skills at questioning me. You could say that person's almost going to have a little bit of an inquisitive nature. You could say that person could almost be a little bit of the Inquisition. You could say that person could almost be like a bit of a board game Inquisition. So joining me from Board Game Inquisition, I've got Antoinette Mason. Hello. 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 Thanks for having me. <laughs> that was a wonderful intro. <laughs> it's it's off the cuff. I've actually got I've got seven or eight written. Oh. And um no I I don't that's just lies. <laughs> um I do actually have my big secret is um I like diluting juice. And what I do is I I like an awful lot of the the kind of juice, the cheap stuff that has got unbeknown amount of chemicals in them, <laughs> and I like to drink them, and then I just see what funny shapes flying to my head <laughs> as I try to work out some kind of introduction. But anyway, that's besides the point. How are you doing? Are you how are you doing? Are you well? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little nervous, but I think it's I think it's good to be nervous. The world's a dangerous place sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good to kind of um as i say um look like you're kind of nice and kind of you know amiable but also just have the claws underneath just ready okay. ready to kind of reach out ready okay. ready to kind of reach out well sometimes on occasion <laughs> um the reason I've got you on before is because a couple I was going to say a couple of months ago but it's certainly a lot longer than that I think so um you know, I was I was dragged on to the table, <laughs> not dragged on, I was invited um, by Oliver and yourself to come and talk about um, board games and crayons and houses <laughs> yes, and you stuff are. like that. And I completely was cheeky and ruined in your yeah. questioning and um, I felt guilty about it ever since. And I thought, how can I make this up? And the best and easiest way... To um to make it up is to get you on the show so we could chat a little bit about you instead because Oliver's mm. been on, you know he, he has. has been on, mm. he has been on, he and he keeps episode. reminding he keeps reminding me how much he's been on, and I thought <laughs> um I thought I wanted to get the more professional member of 
the Tabletop Inquisition <laughs> podcast. It's a professional on member. Oh my gosh. So there we go. Um, no, uh, I'm definitely no. not the more professional member. I'll tell you that now. Oliver I, does everything. <laughs> I show up and smile I, politely. See, you say that. Hmm. But I know he's got to write everything down. That's if you true. take that man's notepad away, <laughs> he's a jumbled mess of times and organize. He's organized chaos just now. <laughs> All he needs is just to break that pencil, oh. and he's just ready to. You know, snap. It's a shame you know his weaknesses. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I've I've got to know his weaknesses because he's become a little bit of a competition. To be perfectly Ooh. honest, because I always, I always kind of prided myself on the fact that I was just like, I've become known for kind of churning out a lot of content, hmm. and then he comes along, you know, and you know what happens. Then there's a, like somebody else is doing lots of content, and I say I need to, I need to know, I need to study this to what to find out his habits. So there you go. So there you Maybe go. You know. Um, but going back to yourself, I mean, how how did how did you two kind of first kind of start working together? What was the kind of the draw? Was it kind of like a a kind of a mutual discussion, or how did you kind of first kind of start chatting? Um, I'll, I think I've always wanted to collaborate with somebody else. I think when people make stuff together, it's always really exciting that you can bring out the best in each other. Um, mm. and I also think that, especially when it comes to board games and you're talking about opinions, you shouldn't just have one person's opinion because it may not be yours. There's loads of different ways to look at a thing. And so I kind of, I thought about making a podcast, but I thought mm. that who'd want to just listen to me talk by myself for a long period of time about, about, about board games. And I, I thought it would be cool to collaborate with somebody. And I got to know Oliver, I think through Twitter mostly, but he started watching watching my videos and leaving comments and things like that and then I got to see his content and I just felt that there was something about the way Oliver did things um, and just how nice and friendly he was that I thought we would make a really great show together I thought that the, us, like, us being paired together would make something really really cool and I got really lucky that when I asked him like out of the blue one day would mm. you like to make a podcast with me he was like actually yeah yeah I would um, and he's been a god he's been a godsend since so thank goodness I think Oliver and I work really well together and I love having someone else to bounce ideas off or to kind of to prop you up when you're not quite feeling it and then you can do yeah. the same for them and also I just I like getting an insight into somebody else's interests other than my own Oliver plays all sorts of games that I would never play or never have heard about and I just I just like that we get to kind of I don't know to make something together and I'm quite proud of what we made or what we make. I think it's come a long way since we started, but um, yeah, I'm 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 really chuffed with it, and that's kind of how it how it all came about. Basically, <laughs> how it all came about. Simple story: ask somebody to make a podcast with you. It might, in fact, happen. <laughs> you know, you never you never know what secret desires people are harboring. <laughs> well, I that's yeah. Two ways you can answer that question, um, but on the other the other side of it as well is he's the um. He's the epitome of someone who does the one of the most important things in any kind of hobby space, which is to um, promote other people doing the same thing that you're doing yes. mm-hmm. without fail. And um, yeah. it's, I know we're kind of, I know I joke and mm-hmm. say like, oh, he's my main rival, but he's, he's not because he's constantly 
kind of bigging other people up. And there's not like a, it's not like there's not an area, there's not like a level of him being a sycophant or anything behind it. There's nothing, yeah. he's not doing it to gain anything. He's not doing it to yeah. get other people to do the same thing back to him. He just goes ahead and does it and he's always commenting yeah. on other people's stuff. He's always big yeah. on other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's something that there needs to be an awful, <laughs> an awful of. lot more of it, mm-hmm. of it kind of happening as yes. the kind of the hobby, the hobby yeah. kind of kind of grows yeah. you know exactly we, we could do with more people like oliver being a little bit more like him for sure and i don't know how he has time to kind of listen and read and watch so much content i'm always amazed by the amount of things he's sharing i'm like i can barely keep on top of the people i'm subscribed to let alone keeping a track of everybody else he's ama- it's amazing that he does it and that he promotes it like that and yeah it's a really really good thing yeah yeah mm. and i just I, I i kind of want more people to be looking at his stuff you mm. know and also obviously looking at looking at anyone's stuff you know looking at your stuff as well um mm. because that's how we grow and that's how ideas change and that's how we don't end up going into a horrific kind of um kind of rut you know mm. which you can sometimes see in a, in a certain style of a kind of coverage um what what with your history with a hobby i yes. mean have you have you always been a kind of an a, an active kind of gamer as uh, as board games kind of of board games kind of been a, a staple of how you would entertain you know yourself and your your husband and and things like that mm-hmm. um it's actually i suppose a relatively recent thing for me in the sense that i didn't really grow up pay, playing board games at my house mm-hmm. or things like that i was an only child so i was the kid with the guess who set playing by themselves um <laughs> i know but um i've always had a fondness for games um absolutely mm. yeah. and it wasn't kind of i know it's gonna sound really cliched but i kind of don't care um but it wasn't until i met my husband that he kind of introduced me to another level of geekery i didn't know existed <laughs> and the minute like I remember the first time I met him and his friends and they were, I think they were talking about a role-playing game or something like that, or maybe it was Magic the Gathering or some sort of board game, but it was like they were talking another language. It was literally like code. And all I wanted to do was figure out what this code meant. And within like the space of a couple of months, I learned how to play all sorts of games. From I played war games, I played card games, I did role-playing yeah. games, and of course I, I played board games too. Um, and I've, I've fond memories of, I suppose, of those kind of, those early days of just playing, I'd, well, we Settlers, um, of Catan. We did German version. <laughs> so can you imagine? Okay. It was the, yeah, it was great fun running, running around and reading that. And Robo Rally was always a firm favorite with like the, yeah. the crowd of geeks and things like that. Um, it's only a couple of years ago that we kind of started getting into more modern stuff. Um, but games have always kind of been a part of, a part of our lives, but definitely a really, really big thing since I started doing reviews and stuff like that it's really kind of launched into the stratosphere <laughs> to put it very mildly but um, does yeah, it, games um, are important does it help with your relationship does it encourage you to actually sit down and have kind of conversations as sometimes it's a catalyst for you to chat about how each other's days are going and you know <laughs> discuss other things as well absolutely not um we're competitive <laughs> and we're serious 
and we play to win and the probably the only thing we're talking about is wow. what the next best move is um <laughs> i know that i know that sounds really funny i think it's just that we don't play a lot of casual games where there's a lot of time for yeah. chit chat usually if somebody's not talking it's because they're thinking about what to do next um and stuff like that it doesn't i don't know why it's not free and easy like that other people seem mm. to have that kind of board game relationship now nah, we're serious we're playing games it's 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 time to get down and figure out what you're doing <laughs> so yeah wow. I, I assume that's i assume that's good for a relationship too you know to learn to be competitive and I, as, whatnot I, I don't as know as long as it doesn't spill into you know as long as it's kind of like you're not kind of standing there kind of doing the dishes and no. you know he kind of walk walks over and says to you, you know something on your mind dear and it's like well yeah i mean you know you had to play that <laughs> card to you know <laughs> transfer that energy and thus get yourself two victory points so maybe if that's what you're kind of asking then yeah maybe there is something on my mind that we need to talk about kind of thing you know <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah i know we're glad to see i i have i suppose i have low expectations of how well i'll do at any board game i'm All the right. i'm in the unfortunate position where my husband's super smart or maybe okay maybe he is super smart but i won't say that but he's good at working stuff out and i don't normally win when we play games so I go in knowing that, yeah, I'm probably not going to win, but I'm going to try and beat my previous score or I'm going to be the one who builds all the houses or I'm going to take over Mars, you know, whatever it might and whatever it might be. Um, and so we don't end up with these kind of arguments. And the nice thing is, is that he will always help me out if I'm stuck and I go, I can't, what's the optimal move right now? What should I do? He'll be the first one to lay it out for me and tell me how to beat him. Really? We're not competitive in the sense that, you know, he has to win all the time. He just, he plays mm. better than me. And I can learn a lot from that too. I've learned a lot of strategies and things about how to improve my games and whatnot. And he's always giving of that kind of information. And I really wish more alpha gamers could do that. Like you get, you get that a lot with people who take control of games or whatever and work really hard to win, but they won't help somebody who doesn't know what they're doing to do a little bit better. Um, and I, I like that that's how, how we play I always feel that even though I've lost I've learned something and I'll mm. try something different next time so <laughs> it works out <laughs> I, I want somebody who it's like in any kind of thing you want somebody that's going to challenge you mm. and at the same time you want somebody that's going to maybe support you a little bit mm. but there is nothing I think if you are an alpha gamer you kind of want that um, I think automatically mm. well it's lovely to win I think it's also nice to kind of get that challenge. Yes. And if you're, mm. and I, I know some people that that's, you can give them any game and within like five minutes, mm. they've kind of worked out the optimum move. Yes. And it can take away a little bit of the fun. <laughs> it can become <laughs> a little bit of a less, a less kind of enjoyable experience. But if you've got somebody who um, is good at, I guess, explaining how to, kind of for you to do the bit you know the best that you can do then that's mm. then that means the next time it's no holds barred i mean that's the way i would look at it i'm going to teach you mm. how to become better so that when we come back for the next game i yes. can pile drive you into the ground <laughs> and leave you covered in the dust <laughs> like you deserve um. <laughs> so that's <clears throat> that's the kind of the way um mm. who chooses the games then i mean if you are going through a decision like a buying decision for a game is is there do you sit down and decide okay based on what's kind of what's happening what the next game is you would like for the collection or do you generally just go out and kind of do your own thing with regards to the collecting side of things 
Um, I'm very much the curator of our collection. In fact, the last couple of games that my other half chose by himself were all terrible failures. And so I'm on a great winning streak right now. Um, and so I've taken away his, his buying power. <laughs> I'm just like, you think you know what we want, but you don't really yeah. want that. Um, right. <laughs> what we really want is this, this, and this. Um, so yeah, I'm, so I'm the one in charge of it, but also I'm, I'm the one who likes collecting the most, I think. Um, I like having kind of a, a good selection of things to choose from when you're playing. Okay. Um, and so I like to fill out the kind of the gaps in the collection. I don't think he sees it that way. He just sees it as I, I would like to play maybe this type of game or whatever. Um, but so far, I'm winning in this in this fight of who buys mm-hmm. what next. So I'm kind of, kind of content with that. But I suppose <laughs> I can't be helped either. I'm surrounded by so much board game media and by so many people's opinions on things and whatnot that I just I don't know. I feel like I've got a leg up on him a little bit. So, do you think he's um, happy that he's just been put on blast in front of you know several hundred people um, about <laughs> his ability to to buy games or not? Um, I don't think he'll care. He's too cocky for that. <laughs> All right, well that's fine then. Well, you know. So yeah, I don't. I don't think he'll mind. I think as long as we've got good games to play, he'll he'll understand that you know some of his purchases weren't the wisest. <laughs> so, so we'll see how when, it goes. <laughs> when it comes to like special occasions, like say you've got um, you know Valentine's Day coming up, or mm-hmm. you know, or you've got like Mother's Day, Easter, any excuse at all, you know. <laughs> Chinese New Year. Um, Are you less, if you're special occasions and stuff like that, are you more likely to buy games for like birthdays and anniversaries and stuff like that? Or are you likely to kind of try and get something else completely different? Because I'm guessing you're in media because you've got access to games, because you are getting hold of games. So you actually having kind of the occasional fresh and shiny new game coming in isn't like a an unknown occurrence mm-hmm. so do you do like something different are you like oh i got your massage and it's like oh, I, wanted a, <laughs> I wanted a side expansion uh, <laughs> um okay so i want to say like normally probably up until maybe the, almost the last year um any kind of special occasions really were were board games because we quite mm. a, a list of older games we wanted to get through or new things to try out and pretty much after a year of doing that i think we're, we've literally hit the end of games we want to try we literally i am mm-hmm. like we just ran out um so this time i don't know what's going to happen for valentine's day because normally it would be board games it's not looking that way this year because there's no there's, not, there's nothing in particular um in our mind but normally that's where it goes um the funny thing is though normally for like birthdays or christmas when it comes to me i normally buy something for the channel um you know so like um valentine's day the previous year i got a camera so that i could make better Mm -hmm. recordings um Mm -hmm. for christmas i got a chair so i had a fancy chair to sit in um so i pretty much anytime i'm due a gift i invest it that's usually what that's usually what happens um but it's not of course it's nice to have um new games but i'm just i don't know i think maybe maybe you feel it too that i've just there's been so many new releases and things it just gets a little bit jaded i'm quite happy like the new my new year's resolution was to sit down and play more of the games i owned and i wasn't joking around about it i haven't bought any games yet this year and we've just been playing the things i have and it feels a little different feels a little bit weird not having new things coming in all the time but it's not necessarily bad it's just it's just different it's an adjustment <laughs> i had that i had that resolution and then i swear within about like <laughs> three days of each other um 
and I don't know what it is if if all of a sudden people are going I mean if we give him something or send him something do you think the emails will stop <laughs> and um so there's a set, there's a couple of publishers that have you know kind of sent after me going I you know, I'm quite happy just to do what you're doing and play through what I've got. Yeah, I've ended up kind of a couple of people who I was talking to about Kickstarter, they've appeared, and a couple of other well-known publishers have sent me a few things. And now I'm in the situation where I'm kind of like, damn, I've <laughs> I've completely well, in a good way, I've kind of broken the new New Year's resolution. But in fairness, it wasn't exactly my fault. I kind of broke. The New Year's resolution. Oh. I would just like, I'd like to point. The only thing is, I'm coming home. <laughs> like, um, I'm coming home with like a big, huge box, oh. and I'm kind of getting the kind of, where did that come from? <laughs> and it's like, and it's, it's not that it is kind of like, um, oh well, this is a, this is kind of like, a, um, I'm getting sent this to review it. And it's like, and it's not like the the kind of. Mm-hmm. It used to be kind of like Kickstarter games, so they used to come in small boxes, mm-hmm. have kind of paper instructions. And now the stuff I'm getting is kind of like quite meaty and big. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, like to, today, I got the Catacombs Third Edition Ooh. big box. Mm, nice, <laughs> and uh, it's huge. But it also it's got our logo in the front of it. Ah, fantastic. So, I was like that. Yes, that's amazing. So I'm kind of there, but but I am with you on <laughs> the kind of trying to play as many mm. stuff as possible. But I've kind of set. I've kind of actually sat back and I've let the newest stuff kind of almost flow mm. past me, like I'm in a Zen state of <laughs> standing in the middle of a river. And just letting it flow past me. Because first of all, I don't know about you, is my channel, while it's getting there, isn't big enough to court certain people to get them to send the latest up-to-date stuff. It's not going to happen. And secondly, I don't want to really be the person who is trying to push out content as quickly as possible on the shiny, the bright and the new because mm-hmm. I think that can give you absolute kickstarters are different I mean kickstarter previews I'm usually just doing it for the sake of it mm-hmm. um, and because it's fun and yeah. I like doing stuff like that mm-hmm. but um, the newer stuff that's coming out I've kind of so far I've kind of let it kind of go and I don't know if you're if you're you met you, you said that you're kind of um you're playing what you have yeah instead of what you want is that mm-hmm. is that definitely what you're trying to do um, it's what I'm trying to do. See, actually, I didn't count review copies or preview copies as as new games. Is it the money? Right. Uh, so I have a, I have had a, a number of those show up, which is see this okay. is some this is something that people I don't know fully appreciate. Like it sounds really exciting that somebody's sending you a game. But I just, I don't know, every time someone offers to send me a review copy, I literally, I feel it in my heart. I know it's going to sound really lame, but I don't care. But someone's trusting me with their game. 
it's something they put a lot of effort and love into um yes. and sending it to me to kind of to highlight it and to show it to people and to me that's a really special connection and i know i know no one else probably sees it that way they see it as well here's a means to get more views on our game or hear more people talking about it but i take it as a really personal thing and a really special thing and i'm really grateful for everything i get to look at or get to review or get to talk about um, and I forgot where the, your original question was because I was so excited to go, yes, when stuff shows up in a box, it's amazing. It's the, it's the best feeling in the world. I, I love post, absolutely love, love post. Um, and like my postman knows me by name. My DPD delivery guy knows me by name and we say hello. And, you know, we're great friends. I, I felt like I should have given him a present for Christmas, but I never quite got around to it. Um, I've but- got, I've got this uneasy <laughs> kind of relationship with the, um, the DPD guy, I think. Mm. And, he knows who I am and I know who he is and I've taken to uh, drawing pictures on the signing box <laughs> on you know depend, and it's become a running joke because I, I you know I drew like you know um, I drew like you know here's some apples and stuff like that on it or you know here's a big scary dinosaur and it's become like you know it comes round it's like what are you going to draw next um, because it's like well it also means that you know <laughs> feel the pressure it's probably well it's not that there's probably a couple of game companies that have like checked to see if i've actually had something delivered and they went what the f-? <laughs> you'll be remembered <laughs> i was i've always tempted um to just go um if stephen bonacore ever sends me a copy of terraforming mars <laughs> just to just to sign it as hmm going straight in the bin ah! and <laughs> <laughs> oh you're you've got a hard heart <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that uh, that would be imagine amazing that though. would be brilliant just uh, like i'm going let's see if he's got this copy yet <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then i'm gonna get like some kind of contract killing out of me yes, using absolutely. paper cuts and kind of stuff like stuff oh. like that um you know mm. but yeah, you're right. Kickstarter is it's like, oh. there's two ways to look at it because there is that thing I've got your baby in my hands kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I, and I, I don't want to crush people's dreams, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, um, I had a little bugbear recently with some with a game that was kind of going about and doing the rounds, mm-hmm. and there was a couple of things which should have been addressed and I noticed that in the other previews that I read they just weren't brought up Uh and they were fairly kind of obvious (laughs) obvious ones and I went "Mm." obvious ones Hmm. you know "Mm." so you know it's not it's not always great but I know I know where you're coming from and but I think I've also got a duty to the yes if I can help somebody make a really really good game Mm mm-hmm then I've got a right to point out the good stuff as well as the bad uh, stuff. Uh, I think that's something I know I personally struggle with as a reviewer is that, okay, I've got this game and, mm-hmm. and somebody sent it to me and I want to be able to say good things about it. I always want to be able to show a game in its best light, but I also don't mm. want to mislead people who are watching this or whatever um, yeah. to not tell them the whole truth. And I just, um, I'm a people pleaser by nature, so I find it very hard to be kind of negative about things, but I am a good critical thinker. And no matter how many negative things I will pro- I can say about a game, I will also say just as many positives, even if, if they're not necessarily something I understood myself, but I think other people will enjoy 
enjoy. I'm not every yeah. I'm not every gamer. I'm not every person. And there's lots of things I got to review that I'm like, this is actually a really nice game, but it, it's not for me. Um, yeah. And I think it's important to be transparent with people like that. But straddling that divide is, I think, a really difficult thing. Because on the one hand, you have these connections where somebody sent you their game. If you don't give it a good review, will, will they send you anything else to review? Um, you know, what does this mean? Do people like you more if you said nice things about their game? Um, and I think it's a it's a weird space to be in. But I've always stayed true to what I, what I believed, which is that I'm a firm believer in critical thinking. And that's the reason yeah. I wanted to make reviews the way I do, is that I wanted to be able to go, here's the good things and here's the bad things. Go decide for yeah. yourself. I'm not going to yeah. tell you what to buy or what you should like or what you should play, but I'll give you the information and the tools so that you can go and make your own choices. Um, but it's, it's just, it's a really weird spot, isn't it? How reviewing works as a whole, where somebody sends you their game and, you know, <laughs> what happens if it's not, if it's not what they expected or if it's not what they wanted to hear? And where does that leave you later? You know, I think it's, um, Owen Duffy's brought this up a couple of times and I think even Matt Thrower's brought this up mm. a couple of times about editorial protection mm. in the fact that sometimes you need somebody we need Oliver organising stuff let's face it we need him <laughs> reaching out to these people and then if we kind of go ah this is the biggest pile of poo I've ever played in my life yeah. then he he needs to answer to the person <laughs> but as I think um <laughs> You know, Ben Maddox says that our duty is to the people that are playing the games, but also mm. I think, um, and the important thing is, if you get a Kickstarter preview through and you don't pick up on the issues that that yes. game has mm-hmm. and all you're doing is writing a puff kissy piece yeah. about how fantastic it is, mm. if you're not the person turning around and saying, look, your rule book's just needing a little bit of a spring, yes. spring clean mm-hmm. then it won't be it won't be I'm if I'm not saying it mm-hmm. then it'll be the people looking at the campaign <laughs> and going yeah, I try so to read your rule book and it's, a, it's an absolute mess, mess or I don't like mm-hmm. the art or this mechanic doesn't seem to yeah. to kind of work and I think mm-hmm. sometimes that you know because there's an awful lot of kind of like um, kind of like oh this is this is wonderful or mm-hmm. um Oh, I'm not a big fan of it, but you might. I, I don't know. I I don't mean. To, I guess it's because I'm older and cynical, and have a cold <laughs> heart that I'm quite willing to go. This is rubbish. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, not do that at all. But what? What? Um. What? Tra- what made you transition from kind of playing games into actually saying, "Do you know what? I'm go ahead and." kind of make something and put kind of stuff out there because it's a big it's a big jump and not a lot of people can actually make that jump hmm um i suppose i'm just um being kind of in a unique position where i would i have time and i suppose a little bit of energy to be able to make reviews and it i suppose they really came out of a kind of a a, a rough time in my life i was studying a PhD in philosophy um life was kind of going really well and I just I took a real downturn I just I went down a spiral I couldn't get out of it to drop out of college I I locked myself in my house for a couple of years um mm. and I, I worked re- <laughs> I got a lot of help and I, I worked my best to get things kind of back to some sort of normalcy but mm. I wasn't really doing anything um and I wasn't able to work or anything like that and 
my husband suggested to me that I should try writing board game reviews. I remember actually it was Bunny Kingdom. He he got a copy of Bunny Kingdoms for Christmas. And he's <sighs> like, oh, you should write a review of this. You know, it's, it's new. You should, you should do it. And I've done a lot of writing, but as a philosopher, as a critical thinker, and I wondered would I be able to write something about this board game we'd liked. And I sat down and it was the first time in a couple of years I was able to write like a couple of pages. It all just came out and it was there. Mm. And I was, I was so surprised. And so my husband helped me put together a website and he was like, you should, you know, here, post your review um, up there. And I remember talking to my doctor about it. He was like, you should try and make videos. You should, he goes, anybody's up on YouTube. Why couldn't you just make a YouTube video? Um, and I just, I don't know why I decided to do it, but I did. And I, I took it very, I took it very seriously. I I put a lot of thought into what I wanted to do, what I would need to do and all that kind of stuff. And I set up all my social media accounts kind of at the same time. And I, I kind of tackle it like I would a job. Um, because of faith, because well, making reviews is my job at this point to me. Um, doesn't necessarily make money or whatever, but, um, I just, it's my, it's my thing. Um, and it's what's, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to be dramatic because like, it's the thing that's holding me together. Not really. But um, I, I love that I've been able to turn something I really enjoyed and something I think I was quite good at, which was kind of thinking critically or being able to tear things apart or make arguments and that kind of stuff. And then somehow be able to combine the two together. I think it's really nice. I like being philosophical about games. I like thinking about yeah. what a collection really means. I think that's one of the earliest pieces I ever wrote about, you know, are you a collector or do you collect? things or and the difference what a collection means as opposed to just a pile of stuff um and i try and bring as much philosophy as i can into what i do um and try to be critical about it so that's kind of what that's that's pretty much where it all started i'm still going i didn't expect to last this long i thought i would do this maybe for a couple of months and um it just yeah. it just wouldn't pan out but for whatever reason i'm still going i'm still able to do it and i'll keep doing it until i can't anymore i guess but it's been it's been fun it's been crazy um but like god after essen because <laughs> I, I want i want i want i went to essen this year and i brought my husband he'd never been before and it was just such yeah. an overwhelmingly amazing experience i got to meet so many people and i was buzzing for like two weeks afterwards when i got home <laughs> everyone else had con crud and i like my brain was firing like crazy it was just Board games have brought me an awful lot and it's been amazing getting yeah. to know people in the community and getting to do things I thought I would never do. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm so thankful I moved from just playing them casually to playing them every night of the week <laughs> instead. Mm. Is it, is it anything? I mean, is it anything to do with this is a situation that you're in kind of complete control of mm. and that for whatever reason, if you wanted to stop, you could stop and you're not kind of mm. beholden to anyone because I you know you saying oh it's my kind of a job and it's like I know it's a I believe me I know it's a bloody job because Mm. I'm managing you know I'm managing two diaries I'm managing like four drafts that are currently sitting in my blog I've got you know I've got potentially a new video idea which I need to kind of try and find time to film I've got you know currently by this time tomorrow, I'll have, you know, three or four episodes to edit. So, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of work. So anyone like yourself, and I'm not, I don't mean to sound patronising, but <laughs> anyone who goes ahead and puts together content and is putting it out there on a regular basis, mm. 
I automatically have respect for mm. because I know, <laughs> funnily enough, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know the number of people who who kind of don't do it. If you know, it never gets much further than a, a kind of a quick, I'm kind of annoyed down the pub kind of session or I want to do this kind of thing. Yeah. So um, I know the sheer amount of work that kind of goes into it. Yeah, I know you're 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 completely right. I I agree with. You. I think anybody who who makes videos and writes articles and things like that, because you you only see the end product. You don't see everything that had to yeah. go in to get to that point. I think the like the funny thing for me about doing all of this out of the blue is that I had to learn how to do everything. I didn't know how to edit videos or take photographs or fix things or put stuff together. You know, I've I've had to do so much googling <laughs> to be able to to kind of develop a skill set to be able to do this because creating content is absolutely 100% a skill. It's not just yeah. you playing a, a, a couple of games and having some thoughts about it. There's so much more there's so much more to the, to it than that. Um and I also, I just think people who create content are just so important in general. How how would we know about things? How would we have ideas? You know, if I want to look up a, what a new game is about, I don't go to all the, the big reviews that I see, you know, on board game geek or things like that. I'll look and see the people who are actually playing it and posting about it on Twitter or, yeah. or on Instagram and see what real people are saying. I, I love I love being able to get access to that kind of information where it's just completely unfettered and unprepared. Um, and this is kind of raw. Oh, I played this tonight. I thought this was great. And I found that's been some of the best ways to find games that I really, really liked. Um, was things like that, but it's like it's such a it's such a hard thing to do. I think to make content, although people seem to think maybe it's relatively easy. I don't know. I think I think it's a lot of work, um, but I like it, <laughs> and I can <laughs> I can as you well was as you actually asked me. I really love waffling while I'm nervous. Was that was a kind of a control thing? Is it nice to be able to have control of everything that I could give it up in a minute? Um, the truth is I couldn't give it up in a minute. I'm so inextricably bound with what I do that hmm. there's very little little space left for anything else like I just I keep telling myself I'll take a break for a week or two and it hasn't happened yet I just I I keep I have to keep going (laughs) sounds a little demented when I say it like that but I just I feel like I've got work to do and I'd like to to get it done and I'd like to do it the best way I can now I'm fortunate that things look like they might be winding down in a little bit and I'll I'd like to have a week or two to just think about video ideas and the new way I'd like to put things but I'm very determined and I'm very devoted to what I do I would feel weird if I didn't post something on a Wednesday (laughs) um so maybe that's just me I don't know if other people feel like that like there's nobody telling me I have to do this but it's on it's on me to do it um and I guess I don't know I can't I it's reassuring (laughs) this is my cause (laughs) but at the same time there's people out there that whether you're getting kind of like 10 views, 100 views, mm-hmm. 10,000 views. Yeah. There's somebody that's looking forward or, you know, yeah. you're making a slight difference to um to kind of, you know, to their day, yes. which is a really <laughs> is a really really weird. Yeah. situation because I never ever thought I thought, you know, I think because you go through the school system and you're told, right, if you work hard and you blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, and then you realise very, very quickly that you're kind of, you're not really going to make a, the big difference mm. that you're kind of led to believe at school. You're not mm-hmm. going to do that. And the only way that you can 
can have an impact is to have small incremental amounts of positive change. Mm-hmm. But then it's like with the content creation, um, I like I like the fact that somebody's going to listen to this and either they're going to find it really interesting <laughs> or they're going to have a chuckle at a couple of things when they're listening on the bus mm-hmm. or yes. when they realise there's a new episode popping up, they're going to mm-hmm. be, oh, cool, kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of think that's a kind of a cool, a cool thing about what mm-hmm. what we kind of do. I'm not I'm maybe yeah. we're playing our importance, but for <laughs> some people, they kind of mm. some people will listen to an episode and they'll discover me through listening to somebody completely, you know, who's doing a kick. And they go, "Oh yeah, I've started listening," and I'll go back through the back. I think that was what Oliver did. He says, "Oh, mm-hmm. I just started listening to you recently," and then he says, "I'm going to go back to your back catalogue." And I was yes. like, "Right, okay," but he <laughs> he, he probably did. <laughs> he absolutely did. It's fu- yeah, it's absolutely a, did. it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I try and remind myself, um, especially when making things, you're concerned with how many people see it or how many subscribers you have and all that malarkey. Um, and I try not to think about it too much because I think if you do, you do kind of, I don't know, you demean kind of what you do if you're only worried about numbers. But I notice something that there's like thirty people who regularly watch all of my videos. I, I don't know who they are. And I, I thought I thought about it. I'm like, that's a whole room full of people who watch whatever I put up. And there's something there's something really freaky about that. I'm like, what are you people doing? Get yourselves a life. Um, but also something <laughs> kind of like kind of amazing. I was like, there's 30 people who listen to what what I say once a week, um, regardless of anything else that may go up or down. And I, I just, I find that absolutely astounding. And the other amazing thing, I suppose, about making content is the people you meet. I got to meet a lot of people just who watch my videos, who sent me an email and went, oh, I really liked your your video, you know, thanks for making that. I had a lot of women contact me over my Wingspan video who were like, oh, we're looking for more games to play and things like that. We just started. And I was, it's, it's just, there's something something so touching and amazing about all of that um having people out there somewhere you don't know reach out to you and say hey thanks you know and we're gonna go and play games now um and oh (laughs) so so i actually board gaming has brought me so many really special experiences that's just just some of it but it's just it's crazy that you don't realize who you're reaching you know these people are far more than just numbers they're they're actual individuals out kind of thinking about what you said or you know what you did it's crazy isn't it (laughs) i just i just like i just like that i just like you know that whole kind of yeah when somebody reaches out to you from completely from the blue and just says oh yeah it's really you know and and you're kind of like um did you get the right person you're not after the weird you know um um it's not yeah Oh, okay, you sure? Because I'll just check. Yeah. You know, just check the Twitter handle that you're sending the message to. But yeah, I mean, it's it's like, I mean, keep everybody says it, but if you like somebody's content, then go and tell them. Yes. Because I don't think there's anything better yet. Yes. It's like, yeah, I can look at, you know, I can look at, okay, great, I've got 450 downloads for whatever episode, and I'm like, yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. But if one person who's listened to that episode or watched that video mm-hmm. or read that review turns round and goes oh, I really like that yes. you're like that really just I'm like <sighs> you know buzzing it's like it's, uh, it's, I don't know it's, it's magic it's, isn't it it's like uh, magic. I wrote about um, was it Mega City Oceana mm-hmm. and Hub Games yes. kind of retweeted the tweet and says <laughs> I oh. saw that and I was just like I was like oh 
<laughs> isn't that lovely? <laughs> I, I, that's you know. so amazing, isn't it? It's so, it's oh, so just, amazing. Yeah. Mm, I, 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 mean, I, we're not, I, mean, I mean, you know, if you want to make, you know, us happy, people who are listening, just tell us. <laughs> just tell we're us. human beings. We're, we're kind of human beings. We're frail. Have you, <laughs> have you got plans for expanding further? Do you feel, is there an internalized pressure that you give yourself to put out new content? different mm-hmm. content because mm-hmm. I know there's some people that will try um, and and I'm old and stubborn so I, I don't necessarily look at like a new format on the show but I know there's there's some people out there that do kind of look at kind of oh we've done a change up we're doing a reformatting we're adding extra things have you yeah. have you thought about kind of kind of doing doing that at all no I th- I think my content has gone through kind of a number of changes over time and I've gradually added in bits and taken out bits. Like for a very long time, every time I did a Kickstarter preview, I would make some sort of mini film to go at the start of it. Um, And I I hadn't made one of those in ages. And I was like, why don't I put that in when I'm explaining about, you know, in a regular review, why don't I put in a little kind of video? Um, And so I I started making those. Um, I don't think I want to expand much further than I'm doing, but I would really like to perfect Mm. it a bit. Like, I never really thought of myself as someone who's very creative, but sometimes I really surprise myself with the stuff I come out with or the stuff I come up mm. with. So I, I definitely, I, what I want, what, yeah, what I really like is to be able to make something that I am happy with. Every time I make something, I'm like, I needed to fix this, or my lights were weird, or something like that. I always feel like there's something else I have to learn. That I'm never quite quite there <laughs> and so hmm. i i work on i'm working on f- fixing that and if i could figure out how thumbnails are supposed to look like at some point in my life i'd be delighted um but other than that like i fix those things every month or two and i'm still like oh this just looks weird <laughs> um but yeah like i have so, i have some ideas they're mostly kind of video things and i think that i just yeah. need a little bit of time to sit down with them and work them together because I, I do think board games are really really visual um like I, as I like I normally will watch a video about a game I find it harder to read it I think I'm just the visual person I kind of need to see the thing in front of me when I'm reading and what people thought about it and so I think the making kind of videos that really highlight what a game looks like or what feels like to play is what I'd really like to get at because I'm not sure playthroughs really capture that you can see people moving the pieces but not what it was like to sit on that side of the table and look across the board and see all the pieces like I'm ta- <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to make something like that but that's what I w- I'd like to do I'd like to be able to convey better the feel of playing the game I don't know if that's even possible but that's kind of what I'm working towards <laughs> yeah no I, th- I think <clears throat> it, to me it's the emotional yeah. attachment that you feel mm-hmm. I think when you're playing the game whether you're looking at stuff and feeling confident mm-hmm. or daunted by the whole thing as well and, mm-hmm. and and I think it's very very easy to get um, I think it's easier to get that across in a written review yes absolutely and I've always <clears throat> I've always been a big believer in actually kind of writing down how a game makes me kind of feel or not feel or maybe what I, I would you know what what I would like to have seen and stuff like that and what mm. makes me happy or maybe slightly perturbed by it and I think that's important because mm. a playthrough a playthrough kind of doesn't you're right a playthrough never really shows enjoyment no <laughs> as in you kind of I think 
I I think one of the big and I think um, Holly Nielsen way back was talking about um, the the most important part of kind of documenting kind of board game history is documenting actually how people play the game just in a setting. Yes. Without any kind of anybody kind of without any pretense, without anybody specifically looking on, without having to teach somebody. And and they said that one of the best kind of examples of board games were where people have written in the margins or, you know, certain <laughs> cards have become worn because it shows they were played with or, you know, mm-hmm. instruction booklets had things underlined and stuff like that to yes. show that the rules were maybe a bit more kind of complicated. And I think that's good. I think um I like um I like Twitch. I've watched them mm. um, I watched them um, um what was I watching? The girls' game show. Oh yeah. Um they've been doing a couple of Twitch um kind of episodes. They done one recently on kind of like uh, kitten and Tinder blocks from mm-hmm. um Alley Cat, Cat Games. Games. And they were kind of having a general chat, but they were also not doing a playthrough video. They were kind of playing and they were interacting and it was quite fun to see somebody um, not get things right in real time. (laughs) (laughs) Having to refer to stuff, make mistakes, kind of, you can see them kind of having to make their decisions and stuff stuff like that. And I thought that was really kind of, that was kind of really kind of, um, really kind of cool. For yourself, what's, What's the kind of the next, the next step? You mentioned obviously, you know, not kind of going completely different format. But <laughs> what would you? Is there other things you would like to do? Would you like to go to kind of like after your ex- experience with Essen? Would you like to go to more cons? Does your you know does your health kind of affect you? Kind of going to conventions a lot, um, or you know, is there other things that you would like to do, like to achieve? kind of with the channel that's interesting (laughs) my goal with the channel has always been simple and it's going to sound really lame but i uh, get 1000 subscribers that's all i want no more no less i'm quite Mm. i'm quite i'm quite happy with that that's that's when i feel like i think i've made it now of course i don't think that represents what i do particularly well but um but there you go it's just you know you set yourself those arbitrary goals um and things like that like i I don't think people are going to listen to anything i've written or anything like that but it would be nice it would be nice to go all right we've hit that hit that mark um when it comes to i suppose doing more things i suppose the big things for me is conventions like you said um i do suffer a lot with anxiety and i i panic i freak out i also can find people really exhausting i think other people get this too though what i call people hangovers when you've had to kind of be social for a a prolonged period of time and you're no longer in your pajamas um and then (laughs) it's just it's really really it's really really tiring um like i man i managed lesson last year and i was really proud of myself for that because i i did not anticipate that i would survive as well as I did but I had to haul myself up by my bootstraps and eventually it took a toll but that doesn't mean that the experience wasn't worth it or that it wasn't amazing it just means that it's a little bit more difficult for me than I wish it was um the really exciting news is that I'm going to be at UK Games Expo um for one day I'm going to go on the Friday and myself and Oliver are going to do a tabletop inquisition podcast while we're there um and I am both terrified (laughs) and really excited at the same time 
Um, when Oliver said he'd kind of arranged through this podcast, he asked, you know, would I, would I come with him? And I don't, you know what, Oliver's my buddy. Um, I didn't want to leave him on his own. And while it's hard for me to go do these kind of things, we're a team and I think it would be so much fun to do it together. Yeah. So that's my big, crazy, exciting news. I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of dealing with this. Like I've booked my flight, so I can't back out. <laughs> it's like real money has happened. <laughs> now I can't not go or talk myself out of it. Yeah. And the thing is, I know I'll have an amazing time while I'm there. It's just the anticipation of it all gets to me a bit. Um, so yeah, so that's it. That's exciting. <laughs> so that's where I think the channel's going to go. Maybe I'll get to more conventions. Maybe some more people will see what I do and, and buy more games, you know, and have a good time with them. That's really, you know, what I care yeah. about at the end of the day. I, I love when people tell you, you know, oh, I bought that game after, you you know, I saw your review and we loved it. It was great. Like, that. that's so, oh, it's worth everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Um, so yeah, so th- that's what I want. <laughs> that, that's what I would like to see happen. More good times. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm meeting I'm meeting Oliver, the aircon. Woo! We're hanging out. <laughs> Your besties now. We're we're sharing a hotel room. That's very intimate, isn't it? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh. It's absolutely fine. It might be very cold in March. That's all I'm saying. Mm. But um, <laughs> um, for people who have listened along. This evening, um, in terms of the internet webs, where do you exist on the internet webs? Uh, okay. Um, well, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, um, which is BG Inquisition, um, because it wouldn't accept Board Game Inquisition. I'm, I'm also on Facebook and YouTube. Um, if you search for Board Game Inquisition, it's an unusual enough title. Most people don't associate it with board games. So I'm kind of fortunate in that sense. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much it. And of course, no one will be expecting me. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you, I was wondering if you get right to it. <laughs> it's the inquisition i had to do at the intro but at the intro has to get built up and then there was part of me that goes to go you know i've got i've got one good reason to have this person on there's no no actually we've got two good reasons kind of thing and build up from there but you know now that you've pointed out that obvious flaw in my entire introduction i'm gonna have to go back and completely re-record the whole Oh, thank. Um, yes. So, where else can where else can we? Those are the best places to find you. Absolutely. Else can find you? Yeah, you can just search my name on Google. All my stuff comes up. It's kind of convenient. Other people have to fight for <laughs> internet space. Being an inquisitor is kind of unusual. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad I picked something that was singular. <laughs> do you have a funny? Do you have a funny hat? I don't. I wish I had a hat. I'm. I'm actually. I'm really jealous of the hat that's in my logo. My my best friend made that logo for me, and she put yeah. she put the hat in it. I never described one to her, but according apparently it's a like a Final Fantasy Red Mage hat. Did you ever play Final yes, Fantasy? It is. Yeah, it is. It's a it's yes. a cross between that and um an actual Inquisitor's hat. I think she looked she looked one up historically and she made the hat. And I'm like, you do realise now I need to own one, but finding one's kind of difficult. <laughs> but um yeah, I do love that hat. I wish I had one in real life. I would wear it all of the time. It'd be fabulous. I just go around being an Inquisitor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you could get somebody to get one made up on Fiverr oh, or something like Fiverr. that, or Etsy. Etsy <laughs> yep. will probably make something up for you. Well, it'll be absolutely, it'll be absolutely amazing. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Um, <laughs> yes, um, but we will make sure that we put all these links in the show notes Thank so that you. we have got notes to show. Um, um, 
if you want to keep an eye on what we're up to, um, <clears throat> you can. You can go to the internet webs and you can search for We Are Not Wizards and you'll find us in all the various places. Um, we are four years old. Can you believe it? I know, I sound like a much younger man. <laughs> but uh, if you want to help us out and help us make our fourth year the best it can ever can be, um, tell somebody else about us. And if you like us even more than that, go to your podcast catcher of choice and give us a rating or review. And if you like us even more than that, go to Apple Podcasts and drop us a rating or a review there. And uh, don't give us 10 stars because um makes us big-headed. Don't give us one star, though, because we're four. <laughs> And that would make me sad and annoyed. Give us something in the middle like a five because it's average and we're just a little bit average. But the person who's not been average today is the rather wonderful, the rather fantastic Antoinette Maison. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for coming on. Ah, thank you so much for having me. It's been interesting. <laughs> You're only slightly more <laughs> intimidating than I'd hoped. <laughs> oh, that's that's... <laughs> I'm delighted, I think. <laughs> it's a compliment. Um, there's, there's only two more things to do. Mm-hmm. The first thing is to remember that we're many things, um, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards? Um, no, no, we're not wizards. Not good. today. <laughs> that sounds good. No, not today. I pretend I didn't hear that. And the, <laughs> uh, and the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a gap. Goodbye from Antoinette. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Antoinette. Goodbye, Antoinette. (laughs) (laughs) Almost. (laughs) And it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe. Roll sixes. Make something awful. And uh, don't make me ask you three times about what you should be watching and listening to. But until the next time, nobody expects us. Precisely when he means to.